Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We are on season four, episode seven. Seven? We're moving and grooving. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's seven. This is the fastest we have ever pumped out an episode, I feel like. Yeah. Or a season. Yeah, because we're actually being organized for once in our life. Somehow we're killing it. <laughs> All right, we're back with our 60 second segment. Yes. Lily, are you going first? Am I first? Okay. You're first. Um, let me start the timer. Okay. So if you can't tell by my voice, I sound a little congested. I've been sick for like a week or longer, so it's been super fun. But in the middle of that, I was able to discover a new favorite drink, which, you know, the bright side, <laughs> um, is medicine ball tea from Starbucks. If you haven't tried it, it's amazing. Um, I would definitely recommend it whether you're sick or not. Um, and on Valentine's Day, Jared got me flowers, which is so nice. And I had always told him that I didn't like roses, um, but he got me roses this time and I actually <laughs> love them. Like my taste has changed. I feel like my taste has matured, but I really like roses now, which is like, it's the little things, but they're really pretty in their, in their vase in my room. So I love to look at them. <laughs> okay, time's <laughs> up. Your turn. All right. Go. All right, so this is actually the first time seeing Lily in a week. Mm -hmm. um, and then this week has been so good. Um, we had a missionary group come on campus this past two days um, and partnered with The Bridge for an event. And it was just so cool to get to meet them and just kind of hear their obedience and boldness for the Lord. Um, we were in a room yesterday doing an event and like the Lord's present, presence was so evident. Like it was just so cool. Um, basically my week has just kind of consisted of church stuff, whether it's been like that or with my D group girls or my D group I'm a part of, like just been a really God filled week, which is, I feel like one of the best weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, nothing really to report here other than God's good. Yes. I love it. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, here is Alex Joyner. All right. So today we have Alex Joyner joining us. She is someone that is a part of our church and she is someone that just radiates so, so much positivity. Um, currently she has her two little boys in her hand and it is <laughs> the cutest little thing in the world. But Alex, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, hey, I'm Alex and I am very excited to be joining Addison. <laughs> I definitely um, have heard about their podcast and so and am very very excited about just all the positivity that that they bring and the word that they bring um to share with everyone through their podcast so i'm excited to be a part of it you're excited yes we're you. glad you're here so what made you pick the song that you did pick and what song is it okay so picked song by bethel music and I probably wouldn't have ever uh, heard the song if it weren't for my husband, Brady. He's always listening to all kinds of different songs. And he just so happened to be listening to it um, on YouTube one day in our house. And I was just walking about doing different chores and things around the house. And I heard it playing and just like stopped in my tracks and started listening to it. And like just melted, <laughs> I just mm -hmm. melted in there, um, just because of 
the meat behind it. Um, but to give give a little bit of a backstory to it, um, so currently this school year, I'm not doing what I normally do. Um, usually I am in the classroom setting as a great teacher. And this school year, I decided to stay at home to be with my two boys and um, a very big decision, one that Brady and I prayed over, really tried to figure out um, what would be best for us and for the boys, and ultimately we came to the decision that it would be best for me to be at home with them at least during their first year mm -hmm. of life. And, and when I listened to the words in, in um, it spoke about God being gardener of our lives mm -hmm. and us truly giving our all to him mm -hmm. and surrendering to him allowing him to weed out the things that aren't needed and those things that it, that he does still have planned out for our lives and those things he still wants that wants to be a part of our life um, that he works on pruning those and growing us during those times and making making us better in those times. Um, and if there is any correction that needs to take place, then that's where the pruning also happens. And it's it's honestly a, a time where we should be grateful and we should view it as a sign of maturity and our faith growing in him and our relationship getting deep with him. And so that was something that really stood out to me this time of being home with the book because I personally struggled with the idea of not being in the classroom, being a teacher. And uh, I believe that it took maybe a month to, for me to really wrap my brain around all the different emotions that I was feeling. But I put my identity so into being a teacher that whenever God provides the opportunity to stay home and to be with my boys and to be away from that position and that role in my life, that I all of a sudden felt like lost yeah. and empty in a way to where I was like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Like, Decided that God has given the opportunity to watch these boys grow and to honestly be something that a lot of moms don't have the opportunity yeah. to do. But I'm not doing what I love and what I have. Um, and so it really brought me to a halt, made me to understand that I had been for several years now putting my identity mostly it being a teacher mm -hmm. and I had been filling my time, my thoughts, my focus truly on the effect what God wanted me to be with a follower. Yeah. Uh, so this has been this has probably been the hardest year of my life just because God thrown me with being on the sport season um Billy got his word while I'm at home with the boy basically while I'm at home um to listen to work with music throughout my day the opportunity 
to go and fellowship with other women throughout the day, to invite other women over to my home and to see them one-on-one. And so it, it's something that I'm planning for. And I, it, the ultimate, the reason that that song stuff was because it wasn't, it was my, it was his and his plan was as a yeah. I love that. So like with you kind of taking a step back from being a teacher, um, I think it's really cool just with what you're saying of how you still have like a moment of being able to be a teacher through Bridge Kids because of the times that you get to like teach his lessons. So I think it's really cool that like while the Lord still like had you take a pause in the season to fully like, you know, recenter your life around him, but also to be like the mom to your two boys. Like he also was like, here's a little glimpse into like the passion that you still have. Um, so I just thought that was really cool that like, when you're talking about that, that's what I thought of. Yes. No, that, that is something that I truly look forward to when I have the opportunity to teach uh, the Bridge Kids lessons, because that's the age group that I teach, the sprinters, um, is the normal age group that I would usually be with mm-hmm. as a school teacher. So it's, it definitely brings back in my energy yeah. and like gives me my fix around being around that age group and just being able to truly have those mature interactions and question times to dive deeper into some of the lessons and topics that we talk about in the Bible. Yeah. I love how you just like shared everything that the song was because what I do with every song that we look at, I do the background of it. Yes. And I mean, you covered everything from like, um, the songwriter of this song had said um, it's being corrected by the Lawrence of privilege. And like, that's what she had learned mm-hmm. through the songwriting of this. And like, I mean, you covered everything from how it's about like God is the gardener and Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And she was referring to John 15 um, while she was writing this. And like, it's a beautiful song in general by itself. But like, when you look at the lyrics, it's like even more significant, which mm-hmm. is so cool. Yes. Um, one of the lyrics that stood out to me was in the very beginning, it says in the landscape of my life, you don't rush through any season. And when I was reading these lyrics, I really was just picturing like how beautiful that visual is. Like it's all of the mountaintop moments and valley moments from our life and everything in between. And it's all a part of this like beautiful landscape that has been painted by the master artist who is Jesus. And I just thought it depicted that in such a cool way. Like, I wish I could have that hanging on my wall. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be awesome. <laughs> and, the, and the cool thing to think about even with that is that how every piece of artwork mm. is different and unique in its mm. own way. And God like has a purpose behind each piece of artwork mm-hmm. to be shown and to be used for a different purpose. Um, and to even be reflected on and to be used to impact other pieces as well. Yeah, I love that. So true. Um, The lyric where it says, I think it's after, right after what you had just said, Lily, but it says, um, a careful hand, a gentle guide. And I just love those like characteristics of him because he is both those things. But I love when like people refer to the Lord as gentle because he is so gentle with us and like as his, like we're his children. Um, so he just like wants to gently bring us to him and just have us fully surrender everything we are to be more in love with him, but also be more like him. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. With you going into this new season of being a stay at home mom and just with your twins, like 
has worship meant anything different to you now than it has in the past? Yes, mm, that's a good question. So um, before having the boys, worship was definitely uh, a time of just truly focusing on God and having that time between me and him um, and focusing in on what the lyrics of the words mean, like really just taking that time to not be distracted by anything around me and that time was beautiful and wonderful between us and uh just a time for me to truly thank god for all of his blessings that he just continues to pour out onto me and onto my family and um it's just it's gone to a much deeper level now where i i truly feel like i'm surrendering to him during those moments uh, whereas before I was focusing on him, but I would still, I would still be thinking about some of the lyrics in the song and I would sort of get carried away with some of the music, um, that was happening. Whereas now it's, it's become like a deeper, deeper connection, deeper time of me just really giving myself to him. Yeah. I love that. Wow. One of the next lyrics that really stood out to me was, um, it says, and you prune what's running wild. And first of all, this, this whole song is just such a beautiful metaphor for like, the garden is us and the gardener is the Lord. And he is constantly working on us and in our lives. But these lyrics really made me think about how like we are the plant and he's the gardener. And it's just so beautiful because like he is in control of that. And like, we're going to grow weeds and we're going to grow beautiful flowers and we're going to, you know, bear his fruit, but we're going to go through all those different seasons. And it's just so beautiful that he's always there to like mend us and tend to us and take care of us. Like no matter what season life brings us. So I just really liked that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. The one thing with that particular lyric that stands out with me, um, it's it's crazy how each each verse and each lyric can just bring something personal out of you. Um, mm-hmm. But that particular lyric, it honestly reminds me of control. Mm-hmm. Um, like with us and all of the different parts of our lives that do yeah. run wild, but we think that we have it under control. And me personally, for the majority of my life, uh, have been one who's been like, oh yeah, I've got this under control. Like I know what's planned out. This is going to go this way. My life's going to be this, this, and this. And like the fact that I think, and that a lot of us think that we have our lives under control and that we know what's best, um, that, that specific lyric really just stands out to the fact of, you know, we may think we know what's best, but ultimately our lives would be a hot mess, Mm -hmm. uh, and is a hot mess most of the time without the Lord. And that's, that's where the, the beautiful part of him being a gardener coming in and truly tending to us and to our souls and our lives is, is such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. With that, is there a lyric specifically in the song that fully resonates with you? Like, do you have a favorite lyric? Hmm. That is a good question. There's so many good parts yeah. to it all. Um, Honestly, 
it's it's toward the end of the song, um, but where she's singing um, that I'll remain in you, yeah. you'll remain in me, um, and I will trust your timing. That's that's probably the biggest thing um, because going back to the whole control piece. If you would have asked me a year ago, even five years ago, like um, about what I thought my life would look like or where I thought I would be in my relationship with God, um, I I would obviously be totally wrong. (laughs) Uh, But God's timing has truly been the most perfect. And I'm so grateful um, what for what he's offered me and um, the opportunities that he's allowed me to have with being up here near Western, with attending the bridge and just all the relationships that have come with that. And truly without God's timing, and if I were to have gone about it and tried to take over with my own timing, my life would be completely different. And so mm-hmm. I think that moving forward um, in my relationship with God, like just having that complete faith in him and knowing that as I continue to trust him, his timing will be that most absolutely perfect thing. Yeah. There's a lyric um, towards the end as well that says, you'll sustain what you have started and you'll teach me to abide. Um, In your definition, what is it to abide? I actually uh, had a small devotion on this just this last week, um, <laughs> and it was it was so so sweet just to have that time to really reflect on the word abide. So that's crazy that you're um, <laughs> thinking about it. But um, when I think abide, I don't just think about pure obedience and. Um, just true and utter faith in what you're doing. Um, It honestly just brings me back to a desire and a true want to give over everything of yourself Um, by abiding in God. um, I am truly giving myself and showing him that I desire him and I, I want to please him and do everything I can to show him my love for him and to um, truly be there as a a tool for him to be used in whatever capacity he sees um, me doing here while while I'm here on earth. So yeah, I love that. That's so good. Um, another lyric that really stood out to me that I just was like amazed by was um, it says, "So what you want can stay, what you love can grow." And like, I could have that on a sticker, like a t-shirt just by itself. But um, what I got from that is that like, we so often think that when the Lord is pruning us, that everything needs pruning away. Like that Mm. we're not really bearing any fruit from him. Like we got to get rid of all the old stuff so the new stuff can come. But I think that that's like a common misconception and it's not always the case. Um, And I think it's a good reminder because like it goes back to um, Philippians 1.6 and that is, when God begins a good work in us, he would carry it out into completion. Um, and I think it's just a good reminder that like, you don't always have to clip away the things that aren't like maybe growing immediately, or sometimes the Lord just has to nurture and cultivate those things in us for them to, you know, 
bloom. <laughs> yes, yes. I definitely agree with that. I was just looking at um, some flowers I got recently mm-hmm. and relating it back to this. And I think it's so cool because like when you garden, you have the ability to like plant a seed that can be so beautiful, but there's also seeds that are, can turn to weeds, which like aren't so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like listen to the Lord, it can turn out just so much more than you could ever expect, but also just so much more captivating too. Like I, I'm looking at them and they're just so pretty and so like full of life and that's what we have for with him and like obviously those flowers have to live by having the water in them just as we do having to have the living water in us so I think that's a really cool like I don't know I just kind of looked over there and I was like wow that like really fits with like what we're talking about right now that's good yeah that is good another point that I was kind of just like when I was reflecting on the song and preparing for the song I was just like sitting in prayer about the song and like asking the Lord to just reveal things through the song um, that I could speak on. And I thought it was so cool because I had just, it had just come up in my mind, like the gardener never gives up on the garden. Mm-hmm. No matter like how far gone the garden has gone, like how many weeds, like the overgrowth, like mm-hmm. dry plants, whatever, like he never gives up on us and he always keeps coming back um, to tend to the garden. And I just thought that was really special because I think that's a good reminder too. Yeah. 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 And I, I even think of um, like just the visualization of a garden and um, like all of the outside factors that try to yeah. come and take over a garden or even destroy the garden um, to eat the fruit and to just honestly um, tear up different parts of it and how the gardener like that's his job is to protect the garden Mm -hmm. and to make sure that all of the outside uh factors and pieces are taking over his creation and and his Mm -hmm. space um so that just popped in my mind as you were as you were speaking into your illustration yeah Mm -hmm. that's good I think it's so cool that like there's so many different analogies of, you know, the gardener to its garden or like the shepherd to its sheep, like of just putting that the Lord is the almighty powerful, like King of Kings, that mm-hmm. his way will always be better than our own. Even if we're like, so like, you know, focused on the control of what we think our life is going to be. Um, but he'll show us in ways of like, whether it's worship or like community or just so many different things of like, he will always be the one that is protecting, guiding us rather than the other way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. <laughs> so with everything that we've talked about of just like, you know, surrendering to God and um, allowing him to be in control of your life, what would you tell to someone who is struggling with that of just, you know, either coming back to know him or knowing him at all? Hmm. Um. Ultimately, it can, oh man, it can, it can be easy or it can be tough. And I don't even want to say the word easy. I'll say it can be more enjoyable by giving yourself over and quickly abiding in him and allowing him to, to have that control that it was supposed to be his all along and we just think that we've got, but ultimately he wants us to be the to to give back over to have that faith. Um 
but there's there's also a way that's not so easy and we can ultimately try to continue to to have that control and carry out what we think is right and what we want in life but ultimately God will have his way and his purpose will be in our life and so one way or the other uh God's plan and will for our lives will be this will be shown to us so if something come up to me and tell that they were struggling in that area as far as control um I would probably tell them like that I've been down sides where I've been like, no, I got this. Like it's okay, God. And I've I've learned and have struggled in that that side of things where it was a little bit more rough. And I learned that it's such an enjoyable process to be to be pruned and to have <laughs> that control back over to God. But that I can go through. The rough part of it. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> oh, that I can't go through the rough part of it if if I so choose. Yeah, I love wow. that. Love it. It's good. Well, well, thank you so much for coming on yes. the podcast. We appreciate it more than you could ever know. Yes. Um, we love this song. We think it's so beautiful, and we're so excited for others to hear it and just understand the meaning behind mm-hmm. it. Say so thank you for for having me and letting me talk with y'all. Yes, of course. Of course. Stay tuned for Flavor of the Week. All right, y'all. It's time for Flavor of the Week. So to get us started, we're going to get started with our guest, Alex. So Alex, what is your Flavor of the Week this week? So I have been reading through the book of Hebrews with a lady in our church And in chapter 11, verse 6 stuck out to me when I was reading it just the other day. Um, And it says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Mm. And so that really stood out to me whenever I read it, because um, the part where it says that, those who earnestly seek him will be rewarded. Um, I, I've been thinking a lot about the Bibles that have been going around, um, especially through social media right now. And it's, it's truly showing how the church is, is, I know the church is really, um, standing up and is earnestly, trying to seek him and to show others that we are earnestly seeking him and that this is this is just a perfect example for us to show our faith and to truly share our faith with others who may not believe in God and for us to um, reach reach those at different different parts of the state the country the world Um, so just excited to see what God's got plans for all that. Mm, yes, that is so good. I love that. What about you, Addison? All right, so mine's a podcast from the same podcast I always do. So if you all have <laughs> podcast recommendations, let me know. Um, it's Becoming Something, and the episode is titled, Do I Need a Mentor? So it was just talking about, like, discipleship and, like, how important that is in the church and 
I just really resonated with it. So, yeah. What about you, Lily? So mine, surprisingly, is not a song this week. I feel like I've had a song for the past two seasons. (laughs) Um, But mine is actually, I guess, a moment. But it was actually um, from the For the Girl tour that Mm. we were able to go to, like, I guess two weeks ago now already. But um, it was specifically the worship during the tour was so like intense and so just amazing to be filled with a room of people we just didn't really even know but they were our age and it was just he was definitely in that room and it was just so powerful it like brought me to tears but it was it was just like I experienced God like and it's those are always the best moments (laughs) yeah I love that That is it for Flavor of the Week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Alex, thank you again. Yes. 